Adnamic. My name's Luke Lyons. I'm going to be your host for uh, this episode. We're on episode seven. Is that correct? Yes, episode seven. It is episode seven. Thank you very much. Uh, tonight I am joined with uh, two of the, the greatest uh, guys in the world. They were here for the, your previous um, episodes. Unfortunately, uh, our Arabian night and uh, the, the heavyweight hitter that is Kieran and Brad couldn't make it um, this evening. We wish them all the best in the, their endeavours. Um, yes, but tonight I am joined with uh, the man that's on your all of your aftershave labels. Uh, our resident stat man, um, the the one with the, uh, the, the the most generic name possible. He has the most flamboyant personality out there. It is Mr. Paul Smith. Thank you very much. Hi there, Paul. How are you? I, I am remarkably average. How are you, sir? Yeah, answer me back now. How are you? Oh, <laughs> remarkably average. Uh, <laughs> that's what this episode's going to be called. Uh, <laughs> and um, to my right. We have the man who can play a piano from three metres away. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Flaps himself, not Piss Flaps, uh, the Flappy Man. Brackets, <laughs> uh, arms in the air. Arms in the air, yeah. Here, here he comes. Don't you swing those things around me, you'll take my eye out. Um, <laughs> it's, it's paid to do this. <laughs> it's Nathan. Can I just... How do you say your surname? Because uh, I've seen it written <coughs> down. I want to say it as Le Quinte. Le Quinte. Le Quinte. Le Quinte. How do you say your surname? So the E is silent, like Django. Like <laughs> um, which one? Because you've got two at the end. The, oh, so it's Le, it's not Le, Le, Le Quinte. Le Quinte. Yeah. Le Quinte. You can say that in like an English accent, yes. <laughs> French persuasion is Le Quinte. The quants. Yeah, so the C O I N. Wow. All right. I like that. Sorry. Let's start. Let's start that again. To my right, uh, <laughs> it's Mr. Nathan Lacant. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You? I'm remarkably happy. Wicked. Wicked. Um, so uh, after all of that, and um, quite a light-hearted uh, start, we actually uh, we actually have a bit of a heavier episode uh, when it comes down to dynamic and things like that. We do hit some very. Um, Harsh topics as we go. We've, we've tackled depression and um, yeah, discipline amongst children and all this kind of stuff. I think this is possibly going to be one of the, the heaviest um, hitting uh, episodes and things like that. It's uh, to deal with uh, bereavement and loss um, amongst your families and things like that. Unfortunately, as a um, as a turn of of what life is all about, um, everyone goes through it regardless of whether you're the lone wolf that decides to not really engage with their family and just sort of stick with your friends and all that kind of stuff, or whether you're a very family-orientated person, you will engage in some form of bereavement or loss, and that's a, a very sad and tragic part of life. But um, it's something that we're eventually all going to have to go through. Um, what I wanted to do um, was first of all ask uh, how... Um, have there, for instance, has there been anything hard hitting and and somebody that you've lost who's been very detrimental to your life? I want to, what I want to do is I wanted to ask you guys: Was there somebody who still to this day you might hear their voice in your head mm-hmm. going through something, even if it's something stupid that it's like? Fucking hell! Stop doing that, mate. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, they would give you the clip around the ear, but 
you can still sort of feel it when you do it, <laughs> even though they're no longer here. Uh, Paul, have you ever lost anyone in your life that, that, that would have done that for you? Um, yeah, and um, it was probably... So I haven't had to deal with it much, but I probably had to deal with the hardest one first. Yeah. And my nan passed away yeah. um, when I was 18, and she went into hospital um, on my 18th birthday. Yeah. And that was the pretty much one of the last times I saw her. Yeah. Um, and it, it was literally set up in life like she was always the encouraging word. She she was never a disciplinarian or anything like that. She was always the supportive one um, who would stand by you for everything. Yeah. Kind of as a driving force to be a bit like whether you did something right to mm-hmm. be like, oh, well done. Or if, yeah. it, if it was something that, you know, even if it was like a, I don't know, say a sporting achievement, you might be like, oh, we lost today. Never mm-hmm. mind. Pick yourself up. Go again. Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It was always that. And she, you know, she, she explained to me before that um, she used to go through depression. She went through alcoholism and things like that. But she came out just as the most genuine woman. She'd never say about. I think I heard her swear swear twice in my entire life. One was where she said my son, one of her sons was pissing her off. I was going to say my nan. Whoa! And the other Ted, time, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and the other time was when we left when we left her house to go to Oxbridge, and um, her house alarm went off because she had typed it in wrong. And she just went, oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffled her way back up the garden to get to go and turn it off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that was uh, up until the point of when I was 18. It was literally like she had laid it out to say, I will get you through to the point where you become an adult. Yeah. And then that's my job done. Is what it felt like. And it was, it was horrible. It was, I, I, so I've never dealt with it properly beforehand. People have passed away in the family, but she was a person I saw every single day. Yeah. She helped raise me. She, I had spent a lot of time with her. Yeah. Uh, she would pick me up from school. She and It was everything. And it hit me so hard at the time. Um, Did she do the man thing of teaching you how to make a cup of tea? She taught me how to make a cup of tea. She taught well, me every, how to... I think every man's <laughs> done that. Where they would be like, come, mm-hmm. come in here and, you know. She taught me to tell the time and she taught me to time my laces. And that's what I remember. Oh. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was so hard at the time. Um, I remember one night where it fell on you. I, yeah, I do. I, I remember you going through this a lot. Yeah, it was, it was I, tough to see. Yeah. I went, we went through a. It was a house party. I think it was. And I think it was only about a week after. It did help that you were going through an awful lot of other stuff going on with, <laughs> yes. with girlfriends and stuff like that. But yes, well, she wasn't helping at the time. Um, yeah, and um, I remember that night just drinking the night away and um, ended up on your show. I was going to say that's probably one of the, I think that's the only time I've ever seen you cry. Yeah, it's harsh. <laughs> I've seen you cry in pain. What one was that? Uh, playing football and... Oh, no, <laughs> yes. Right. Cling through on goal. It's him, the goalkeeper. We're playing on one of those soppy, like, mm-hmm. field pitches. And he's... As he gets to the outside, like, just the outside of the box, little dip in the ground. He doesn't take it well. His knee completely twists. Oh, yeah. And he's on the floor in absolute <laughs> agony. And I think I'd only met him twice at this point, but mm-hmm. bawling his eyes out in agony. <laughs> and we're all stood there as like sort of 17, 18 years old, like, mate, are you okay? Like, <laughs> get, get, out, get out, you big pansy. Like, what are you doing? And those guys are like, no, ambulance was called. Cool. It works. He was in yeah. an absolute state. And my knee still does a, a weird thing now, every now and then, where it just moves out of place. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not right there. 
But um, hey, ho, we get three things. <laughs> Nathan, um, um, uh, again, tough subject. Things like no, that. No, yeah, no, it's, it's part of life. Life's a circle. Yeah, yeah. is there it, circle. anyone in particular that might have touched your heart? Um, I had to throw that in there because no doubt, if you'd have turned around and said touched you, somebody would have turned around and made a new tree. Maybe something that you can't I'm sure only kept not meant to do that. I don't know. You're trying to have a serious conversation here, you've got your knees up on the table. What are those for? I can see a bollock. It's like a space opera at the moment. There was a. There's an uncle, my uncle mine, he was like life of the party at any any gathering. Yeah. That's part of the loss because his uh, demise was quite fast. I think he felt he was in hospital mm-hmm. and then before you know it, he was put into a home and he couldn't communicate. It's like it was like it, it, to me, yeah. My friend, it fell over from about over six weeks. Yeah. Quick demise. So I don't really know mm-hmm. what that was all about, but then it's like I was fairly young at the time, so I don't really know what's going on in the first place. Yeah, but yeah. from someone that was 50, 60 odd, that was always dancing, light on their feet, full of health, mm-hmm. to then suddenly can't talk to you, so like, oh, yeah, okay. But probably worse was my mum passing, I think. That was my sucks. Um, but it's part, partly our own fault, but she was, um, I always worked all her life, but it's mainly alcoholism. Okay. And obviously, that's yeah. probably the one, not the worst addictions. It's the one addiction that doesn't tell you you've got it. Mm, yeah. Because if you feel tipsy drunk, you just oh, well, you have a push for it and drink more, or you just stop and be sick and then like yeah, it's that's it, go to bed. Yeah. But with, for her, it was just keep going. Didn't didn't, didn't touch her. It must have been difficult for you to actually sit there and watch somebody dealing with a. Did you notice that she had that addiction before um, she did? No, because it was seen. Which from, from, from both my dad from the Caribbean, so alcohol was always there as part of like a to enjoy yeah. times and part of have a laugh. Mm-hmm. So as growing up here, didn't it didn't just seem as normal. Like, okay, yes, that's what you do, that's what you do, whatever. Yeah. But you got to a point where she started to feel unwell and hospital saying, You've got to she stop. We're gonna put in a transplant list for liver. But yeah. if you keep drinking, obviously it's not gonna happen, it's gonna stop, and they'll notice it in blood tests. Mm. So it got to a point part of three where she started to buy smaller bottles of drink but hide them. Oh, it's like, well, this yeah. isn't that silly because usually you don't want to get better. Yeah. Um, same time, there's debts and stuff. They're not sharing that going with the house. Mm-hmm. Even I'm earning at a time decent money, wouldn't share it. Well, Obviously, like the parent thing of yeah, my kids not to do it. You want yeah. to protect your kid, don't you? Which, of course, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at a time, you're not earning the money or a, a, a wage. You're yeah. well. Whereas I am, so mm-hmm. if you told me and my sister earlier on, we could have not made it fall as bad. Um, That's the thing that you can, as horrible as the saying is, you can always lead a you lead a horse to water. You oh can't yeah, force it to, you can't totally. force it to drink. Um, totally. If yeah, if somebody will only want to get better if they want yeah. to get better. As, as bad as that is, um, yeah. and it, it's horrible, especially when it is about your mum. Yeah, um, I think I think the end the end was very weird. Yeah. Um, she had numerous stays in hospital. Um, big up Royal London, White Chapel. <laughs> um, and, yeah, the last, the last day, I was, I paid for holiday with my mate to go to Miami for a week. Yeah. I was bus driving, so I had mm-hmm. decent money and single, so yeah. You know. mm-hmm. And uh, 
She's in the hospital. My still on sitting up before I was leaving. I was like, oh, you're right, blah, blah, hit him. It's the first time that she ever asked me about any relationships or any girlfriends or that. Very weird. Because I'm out of that. That's before a friend that got far too drunk in Watford. Local. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got a cab back. She was sick of the cab. I was like, oh, great, here we go. I'm not getting any for crying out loud. <laughs> 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 at all. It's like, oh, you better stay in mind because mm-hmm. so it was great to me in that state. She met whatever and whatever mm-hmm. happened. And then, um, yeah, so Charles was like, oh no, she's just a friend. Blah, blah. She's got part, way too drunk. It's not the right thing to just try and send her in a cab all the way home. That's not what mm-hmm. I will let her sleep it off. I'm so beginning to notice a lot about your personality, especially after, what was it, the, it, the last podcast previ- previous question of what would your ideal job be and your your thing was you know, to tell people that they'd won the lottery. Yeah. You know, you, you're that sort of person yeah. that goes would like goes out their way to help as much as humanly possible. Yeah, because there's too many arseholes around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do, do you think you got that from um, your family? Or is that something that you've had to learn along the way? It could be a melting pot of a few things, really. Yeah. I mean, being being addicted to someone does not get you anywhere. It doesn't get you anywhere. Say, I, situation. I, I think, unfortunate as it is, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, 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 I hate, even when I'm addicted to people and I think it's funny or whatever, yeah. I'm trying to be funny. Afterwards, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I hate myself after doing Correct. that. But, um, you, you know, I think the people who are at the top who are sitting there, like, yeah, you're President Trumps of this world yes. and all this kind of stuff would unfortunately disagree with you. Of course. Yeah, it's fake news. Fake news. Yeah, it's fake you news. Fake news. Yeah, <laughs> fake news. But yeah, it's, um, you yeah, know, unfortunately, there are no no nice people mm. at the top of their, at the top of their yeah, game, of not that, because you know, they'll always just be like, oh, yeah, you can. Um, yeah, I went to hospital, she asked about how things were. It's very strange. It's never had a conversation like with her, ever. Yeah. And I was like, all right, okay, I'll let you know when I get there, blah, 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 which is fine. Mm-hmm. Able to walk in. Gone to Miami now, and I think three days in, Yeah. my sister calls me saying, oh, mum's like, took a bit of a turn, she's in a side room, blah, blah, mm. um, Don't worry about coming back. Well, not don't come back, but don't hesitate to fly back early. I'm like, well, I'm not. Like, <laughs> what can I do? I can't help her. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's psoriasis of the liver, so mm-hmm. it's... The liver affects every other organ in your body, so if that basically starts to fail, mm-hmm. you're you're hanging on, yeah, you're hanging on by the physical yeah. work. So finished the rest of the holiday, had the right laugh, lost the watch. Love story. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, and then get back to add insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lost the fake Rolex. Good watch. Got home, must have slept because of the jet lag. Like a couple of hours and from home straight to hospital. So, yeah. yeah. In the side room, or blah blah, X, Y, Z, and I've, I've a couple of answers there, and saying, "Oh, she was waiting for you to come home." I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, well, she wasn't reacting like this with anyone else but you. Mm. So, um, okay, I don't really get it. And then three days after that, me and my sister visiting her, left the hospital, got to a station near our house. They got a phone call to come back, and I'll see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so the distance, the time we left hospital, hospital and got to near home, she had passed away. So we wow. went back. Very weird. But then, as, as now, five years late, what year in Three, three, what's nine take away three? Six. Yeah. There you go. Um, six years later, I understand why people were saying that she waited for you to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, she reacted differently. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a weird one. But it has, 
made me who I am. Because it shapes you, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you because now I'm like, if something goes wrong, right, how do we fix it? Yeah, I'm not interested in. Oh, is there someone crying about no? How do we fix it and move on? Yeah, mm-hmm. because the longer you stir about it and procrastinate, is that something that your mum would do as well? Which you, yeah, you'd walk in with the problem. She'd be like, okay, how can Quite we fix it? it? Or she'd be like, very in the sand. Yeah, yeah. She'd talk about pay a gas bill quarterly, but not the full amount. Figure <laughs> <laughs> out. So you never actually pay off. Right. So a quarterly, say um okay. two fifty is a quarter to pay for quid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's very different to what I do now. Very different. Yeah. But it's just the fact is that ah <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just the notion of I just want to work like, out the logistics <laughs> of this. <laughs> don't don't dwell on things. If you're able okay. to sort it out, do it. If there's an option, explore it. Okay. Um, it's, it's people unfortunately like my day job that Ignorant to options. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, someone's told them, or well, they like a certain way that they stick with that. Yeah. That way, that way will never work. Mm-hmm. Because that's just your mindset. There's other 60 people around you. Mm-hmm. Have various ideas. Or if individuals in the issue, ask them. Yes. If they're suffering yeah, something, yeah. what triggers them? Mm-hmm. Then ask a solution to that trigger. It's, um, it's such a hard, like, conversation to have even just as mates and you say it's, hard. It's, it's not hard it's not touched upon enough no that's, that's why thing. That's, no that's what it is everyone wants yeah. to everyone wants to just go yeah i'm fine but it's not you're not fine no you're not fine just come out with it do you know what i mean just british. turn around and be like we need we need to have a conversation about this yeah. um it's definitely I, the british thing is to say uh, how are you fine. Fine. Yeah. yes yeah, yeah exactly and that's not that's not even just a man thing Mm-hmm. That's just in general. Yeah. Like, you, know, you can turn mm-hmm. around, you turn around and meet a mate that you haven't met in a while and be like, oh, how are you? And secretly, like you said, you know, they've lost parents or grandparents or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's affected them hard, but they're like, yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Yeah. yeah you Let's really talk have. about everything. Talk about absolutely everything. You know, yeah. t- turn around and, and be miss? like, you know, what, what's happened at work for crying yeah, out loud? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if somebody's annoying you, mm-hmm. then, then just come out with it and all that. But mm-hmm. I had a. Um, a bit of an experience, um, God, when was it? It's about a year and a half ago. Um, so, my nan, who was deteriorating very quickly um, over the space of like years, ever since I've known, like, ever since I can remember, she had diabetes, mm-hmm. problems with her weight, and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, she, she was a big influence to me, but for the very different reason to my granddad, who was a big influence to my brother um now for instance if gram gramps was say doing a, a at-home project yeah me and my brother would be like oh can we help yeah sure no worries now my brother would go over and be like uh duck to water pick up a power tool and just like oh yeah all, all cool mm-hmm. whereas with me it was a bit like just want to go in and spend time with your man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Yeah. And I did. And uh, yeah, we, I went in, she yeah, taught me through things like crosswords, make a cup of tea, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would just talk and we would just talk about everything. And throughout most of my life, my, everyone used to say things about my nan, mm. but I had like very like rose tinted glasses with it because yeah. she did, never turned around and did it to me. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, uh, she fell out with my brother all the time. I will never forget this. We went away on holiday and um, she was just sort of saying little things about him and all that kind of stuff. And one time she turned around and went, oh, uh, could you pass me the ketchup? Like mm-hmm. behind, it was on a table behind him. And he went, why don't you get up and get your fucking self? 
Mm-hmm. Like to my nan, and uh, mm-hmm. that ruined the whole holiday. Yeah, like, everyone was like looking on tender hooks, like yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know, whoa, those kind of stuff. She definitely had favourites, and I was definitely the favourite. Yeah. But it didn't get round to until I was about fifteen or sixteen, and I heard it. The the glass broke, the penny dropped, and all those kind of stuff. And I got, uh, you'll never have a girlfriend like your previous one. Um, your dad, my, my dad, who's quite ill and sickly, is a hypochondriac. Yeah. He's not. He's quite ill and sickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your mum doesn't do this. She doesn't do that. And as as like as as you know, kids to a mum, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever, your mum's a saint. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you always look mm-hmm. at your mum and sit there and go, "That's my mum." Yeah. We just not. Mm-hmm. After that, I spent very little time with them. Yeah, I specifically went out of my way to go, I don't want to spend time there. Yeah. She's just, I get it now. I understand mm-hmm. why. And I'm like 15, 16. I've got enough problems in my life mm, to, be, to warrant not dealing with that. Yeah. To the point where my mum's like, oh, Nan's coming over. Okay, I'll go out. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 please stay. And I do it every so often just to kind of appease or to mm-hmm. do and all that kind of stuff. But I never got the final, because this is the, the big burner. She passed away in... September and my granddad then passed away the following November so literally bang bang Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't get to do the whole bedside say goodbye kind of thing Mm -hmm. the reason why I didn't do it and it's very specific I wanted to remember them in a very different way I didn't want to sit there and be like even my granddad and like as much as I turn around and say that he he was a bit dismissive especially when it came to doing household chores and stuff like that yeah we did also have a lot of fun mm-hmm. we talked a lot about sport because my my brother's not into it whereas I am he bought me my first football shirt mm-hmm. that's what I want to remember him by yeah. I don't want to remember him by like I'd never like my brother took um, his boy to see him on his deathbed and all this kind of stuff and apparently his boy was running around the, the bed and all this kind of stuff and he's like Fuck is this child? <laughs> Get the fuck away from me, kind of thing. It's like it's not what I remember him by and all that kind of stuff. But um, it, you, it, they shape your life because even like when the 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 things that I do take away from my nan might be not the nicest of things. Like I said, I the rose tinted glasses fell and they smashed, but they remind me not to be that kind of person towards mm. other people. Like she would, mm-hmm. she's the sort of person who my mum would call her every evening and every other night she'd come off the phone to her and be a bit like almost in tears because that's my, my nan said something to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not prepared to do that. I wouldn't do that to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like it's not fair to do that. So it's a bit of a, um, like I, I, you miss them. You, you always miss them and all that kind of, of stuff. And, and you always want to remember the good times, which is what I was saying about like, the football shirt and mm-hmm. you know remembering to make a cup of tea and do yeah. the first crossword and all that kind of stuff and but you don't ever want to like when you hear the bad stuff and stuff like that you'll be like that's the the lessons I want to learn yeah. not to do with other people mm-hmm. um, one of the things that because um, we are all <laughs> we're all dads we are going to have to have a tough conversation eventually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's going to be um I mean, don't get me wrong. We don't want to have the tough conversation of like your your mum's gone, or or you don't want mm-hmm. the, your partner to have the yeah. tough conversation. Your dad's gone, or whatever. But let's say, for instance, it's a grandparent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think 
dependent, you know, how do you approach that week kid? How would you approach that conversation? For me and you, Nathan, a bit diff- different because yeah. our youngsters, I mean, uh, your eldest is the same as my my youngest at yeah, two I years old. They don't know what day of the week. No, exactly. So, you, you know, you, you can turn around and just sort of be sitting down like next to you on your knee and just be like, you won't see, you won't be, yeah, you're not going to see them. Mm-hmm. as horrible as it is you can just turn around and be like yeah they're not they're not here anymore mm. and just kind of sugarcoat it for a bit and eventually yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, almost forget, forget. Yeah. do you know what I mean but for you Paul mm-hmm. that's <laughs> going to be a tough conversation eventually and, oh yeah and actually knowing your parents it probably won't be for a while no they just they live on don't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I mean even knowing your partner's parents as well they're still relatively young oh they're, they're young and early really decent Decent. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought it was uh, touching the 60 mark. So, um, Lance is not touching 60, is he? He's over 60. No. Yeah. Not buying that. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Um, yeah, it's... It's a man for a 60 mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult because... I've seen those legs. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I can go back to is um, the closest thing that we've ever come to was um, when Izzy's cat went missing. Yeah, no, so I know it's completely separate and stuff like that. But the reason I go back to this is because he was missing for about five days or something like that. And there'd be points where she'd be playing and really happy. And then she'd sit there and she'd go, I miss Tyre and stuff like that. And it was heartbreaking just doing that. Yeah. So you'd have me walking around the fucking fields around the back of the house at 11 o'clock at night with the cat food going, Oh, where are you? <laughs> yeah, but he knew it was you. It's sad. I'm And I, you know, I, I, I probably spent an hour, hour and a half walking around trying to find this animal that I can't stand <laughs> simply to make her happy. Yeah. And it's things like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's really difficult. Um, I do not know how the conversation will go because obviously, um, her nanny, her gar, or, yeah. or, 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 or on both sides she really loves and she absolutely adores spending time with and especially with um with my side of the family yeah it's the same as mine with my nan yeah they see they see her every single day they're both retired they're both you know straight from school she is there yeah she loves her time there um i have no idea how i do that conversation it would be a sit down on the off the cuff kind of thing yeah it would be a conversation and just go look I, 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 yeah, I really have no idea. I dread it. I, I, I dread it. it mm-hmm. just, like, it, 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 that, that one conversation, you're just going to have to turn around and be like, you're just not going to see that person anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so difficult to do. It's, it's so difficult to be your, you have yeah. to get your head around mm-hmm. it first of all. Yeah. I remember, like, fair, I remember my first experience with doing it. So one of my cats got run over. And um, I think I was seven or eight at the time, probably seven. And it was just before school, so it's good outside. Eight is too old to cry. (laughs) (laughs) And my mum, as you will know, is built from bluntness. She came from a tough family, she came from a hard family, stuff like that. And she walked in in the morning and she went, "Um, Your cat's dead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Charlie's dead. and she walked out the room and that was it that was an conversation she she couldn't handle it having that conversation she didn't want mids to get upset because then shit had upset her so instead she just walked in and went cat's dead and off <laughs> and i remember sitting on the sofa being really upset about it and um going to school and i remember being lined up waiting to go into class and being like 
my cat's gone. My God, uh, I, I haven't had time to process this or anything like that. And well, what's two cross two? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't care. My cat's not here. They have four legs. What's two cross two? Charlie. And it was, uh, yeah, it was really difficult. But that's, you know, that's the way some people deal with it. Some people, you know. Whereas uh, I, I remember losing pets as a, as a youngster of archive stuff. And you had that a lot of being sat down with my mum and my dad and just been like, mm-hmm. yeah, they've, uh, they've passed on. Yeah, thing like you know, like I said, the fun. It's not, yeah, but they didn't, mm-hmm. didn't sugarcoat it to that extent. They were like, Look, he wasn't well, mm-hmm. this has happened, kind of thing. Yeah, it's horrible, but the best thing to do is to remember this kind of thing, which is what I got the idea behind of like, you remember the good times, mm-hmm. try and remember the good times, try to stick away from <laughs> all that, you know. Yeah, and um, did you blame it on the boogie? Did I blame it on the boogie? One of the um, things that I think we can all relate to in young men as well, because we're talking about loss in general, mm-hmm. a slight little tangent to bereavement and things like that, mm-hmm. but loss in general, because a lot of people may be going through this at the moment, is breakups. Uh-huh. A loss of a different kind of loved one, because they're still mm-hmm. around, it's just somebody that you're no longer, is no longer basically no, a part yeah. of your life kind of thing. No longer there. Um, difficult breakups and things like that, how do you deal with it, Nathan? Um, I haven't had that many tomorrow's partners to be having a difficult breakup. You were, I, uh, I, I can tell already that you were the one breaking up with them then. It's <laughs> 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 just gotta go. <laughs> Listen, it's not working now. It's not no, you, it was me. Um, <laughs> 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 You've used that, haven't you? Yeah, no, I haven't, no. Right, okay. Um, so, I never, I didn't have. The person around to talk about it, like relationships or stuff, it's kind of just learning on the fly as I went along. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, as you learn on the fly, the, the, you know, again, somebody stood around and said, Listen, I don't want to be with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you've pledged your heart and soul to him. Yeah. There's got to be some be feelings there. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, definitely. Yeah. It's kind of like, Yeah, you're, you're ending something, but do you really know why you're doing it? Mm-hmm. You know? That's a paranoia. Kind <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. So, yeah, we, we were like, They've cheated them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is someone bigger? Um, <laughs> is it is it kind of like a fear of it becoming more serious and so you don't actually know yeah. what you're doing? Yeah, so yeah I get that. Okay, yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, I'll never forget a piece of advice that was given to me when I was quite young. Uh, I say quite young. Um, I have one of those socky little relationships in a, when you're in school, like secondary school. Like oh, did, you get to, did you get to third base and hold hands? That type of one. Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> did you date for two weeks and say you loved each other? Unconditional. Oh yeah, that's um, And I was heartbroken when we broke up. Um, but the thing is, all for two days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that somebody turned around and said to me, it "Was like, the way that you want to consider relationships is almost like a boxing match." Okay. Mm-hmm. You are the belt. What you want is a prize fighter to stand up and hold the belt for as long as possible. Okay. I know that that's kind of is this an allergy? I is um, maybe home. Let's break one. No, but, um, it, I know that sounds a bit big-headed because uh, almost it's like you're put, putting yourself on a pedestal and all that kind of stuff. But what you kind of want to do is just turn around and be a bit like, okay, they weren't right for me. Mm-hmm. They were not worthy of the title. Mm-hmm. But the next one will be. Mm-hmm. 
So we need to just move on to the next fight. Okay. Now, whether that means that you actively go out and seek it, mm-hmm. or whether you just turn around and go, actually, I, I, I just kind of want to sit here and hold the fight myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is a, is a different kettle of fish. Because some people are quite happy just being by themselves. Mm-hmm. I was for a while. I say about a couple of months. Because um, I'm not a very good... I'm not a very... I'll openly turn around and go, I'm not very good being single. I, 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 I'm much better being in a relationship than what I am single. Because I just implode and end up drinking a lot. Um, the five stages of toots. Yes. He, Paul knows them very well. He'll <laughs> uh, it, sit there and text me every time. I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm not going through it yet, mate. It's okay. This one's serious. She's a proper contender. She's a proper contender. She stands up and, you know, gives a mean uppercut and I can contend to that. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, no, it's, it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's very... It's a very difficult situation to turn around and say goodbye to somebody, but you also have to hold on to the people that are around you as well. Right. Um, so um, I think we're going to move on very quickly. We're going to move on to um, a piece called uh, Social Awareness. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Every time. <laughs> it doesn't get old, my friend. <laughs> it doesn't get old. Um, so basically, um, if you're new to the podcast or you know, just finding this for the first time um, this is a uh, this is a small piece where we basically just go through um, some of the uh, some, some of the little things that we found on social media so that you don't have to look on social media unless you're looking at the dynamic site uh, which of course stay on there like share subscribe and uh, rate us um, send us comments please even if they're bad uh, we'll just forward them all to our editor uh, <laughs> So first of all, I actually just want to start off with one um, one that I've seen uh, just recently about a, a pool. Um, so it's a little bit weird, but uh, so it's one of these pools with a wave machine. Oh, sorry. You know you get the you know you get in a pool. With yeah. A wave machine. Oh, a wave machine. Yes. Oh, yeah. wave. I've said a wave. Yeah, yeah, wave no, no, yeah, yeah. The siren goes off. It's like oh, everyone, you're on stage, doing all kinds of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Forty-four people were injured as this wave machine malfunctioned and created a tsunami. Oh, really? Yes. Was this cyan pump? That big. Um, just going to briefly try and see if I can find it. But basically, um, from what I can gather, just people just expecting just a, your average kind of... Yeah. Um, average just kind of like wave machine, a lot of kind of stuff. Bang, that was it. Uh, no, it's somewhere in England, by the looks things. Oh, really? Um, I I I've, I've, I've been to two in England. One's in Windsor Leisure Centre and the other Sorry. one's in Coral Reef. Tell a lie, how many northeast China, by the looks things? Same place. Yeah, northeast China. <laughs> uh, it's, it, Not far. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, northeast China um, on the 29th of July. So 44 people were injured during that incident. Um, let me see what else we've got here. Um... Another one that we found as well, which caught my eye, was of a proving that cats are evil. Proving that cats are evil. Proving that cats are evil. A man set up a camera in his bedroom, mm-hmm. probably for various different reasons, mm-hmm. um, but somehow managed to catch his cat sleeping on his head, suffocating him every single night. I'm going to be honest with you. Is the cat just being loving? Well, it probably is, but I'm going to be honest with you. Would you not notice a cat sleeping on your head? Suffocating you means stopping your breathing. Yes. And you'll notice. Last one I'm just going to talk about is of a uh, a video blogger. Now, a bit of an interesting one. Uh, Video blogging seems to be going to an extreme. Mm. Um, We've seen 
uh, I, I remember reading a, a comment about a, a YouTuber, a Twitch um, mm. tuber and all kinds of uh, hitting a cap because it got in the way of the camera. Ah, yes, so I've yeah, seen them throwing the cap across the room or something along that lines. I've seen one with this kid hitting the dog and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, um, this particular one, uh, a video blogger dies while streaming himself eating centipedes and geckos that he didn't realise were venomous. Fuck. Well, what is, what, people are just trying well, to do... Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like we were talking about in one of the other podcasts where we're saying, you know, how do people... Who we, we live a um, normal lifestyle and we do this on the side, like um, you know, every now and then there's a bug trying to attack me. Go away. Oh, well done. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, oh, lovely, smudged across my screen. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's difficult because you know people will um, will try and do anything to make themselves go viral to make themselves the money and glitz and the glam and things like that, and you know people will go to other extremes and will end up. With this sort of thing again, another video video blog from China. Seems mm-hmm. like everything in China is uh, is nuts recently. Um, but the thing is, is that when we do this, we talked about this briefly beforehand. We do this, mm-hmm. and we see it as almost like uh, an, something that was kind of missing from our personalities. That's how I see it. So, um, for instance. Since doing this, I feel myself more focused in a lot of my other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. I go to work, I feel more focused. I feel more focused about my family life because I'm very consciously aware about how their my attitude is affecting them. Yes. Various different things. Um, whereas, like you said, there are just people out there who just want to make money, who will mm-hmm. basically do anything. Why would you eat centipedes and geckos? Oh, hang on, and millworms. I... Very yeah, very. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do you even get these things from to start eating them? Well, like I said, it's in China. So who, uh, who bloody knows? Um, okay, so um, we're going to move on now to our final piece. Mm-hmm. Always the final piece seems to be coming across. Oh, sorry, that was our social awareness for the week. <laughs> love this. <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. There will be a jingle coming soon for season two. Um, we're going to move on to our final piece. Mm-hmm. Our final piece seems to be small questions that are burning up inside. General knowledge, anything that could be just random facts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it last week? We had um, job. Was it? What did dream job be? Dream <laughs> job for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. I'm going to put it out there as, as, a, as a thing of What's the one thing that you've always wanted to do but never been able to? And that could be, it could be anything. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to throw this out there. Um, I've always wanted to go to go traveling mm-hmm. to certain specific areas and certain specific places. But I feel now that obviously having a child, I don't feel like, I feel like I've missed the boat, if I'm honest mm-hmm. with you. I don't feel like I'm going to see it. And even if I do, it's going to be not travelling as in like throwing a backpack on my back and I'll see you in about no. nine months later. Yeah, you know, it'll be like, well, yeah, you know, you go on holiday for a week and that's it, you come back. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I still might see those places, but I'm never going to be that person who went, do you know what? I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> yeah. The, the Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I'm going on an adventure! <laughs> kind of thing. You know, I certainly got the feet for it. I do. No, I don't, because they're not hot. They're small enough, they're not hairy enough. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that would be my one thing. Um, it, and it'd be silly things just to go and see, like. I've always went and seen the Northern Lights. 
it's, nice been, it's, been, it's been one of those things. Iceland and uh, they get it in like far yeah. far places up north of Norway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. But I've always wanted to go to Fiji. Fiji? Yeah. yeah. Go do Fiji and uh, uh, New Zealand, Tonga. Uh, would you want to go there to bet? China, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, I would actually go back up, up in that direction and see mm-hmm. most of Asia and stuff like that. I'm not really interested in sort of doing the Bali and stuff like that, which you see. Yeah. Australia doesn't really. I know that they're all close together, but Australia. A lot of things will try and kill you there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah swimming mm-hmm. knives and yeah, spiders. It's, it's Australians. I mean, it's yeah. located like three quarters of an inch from the sun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. Um, anyone want to pipe in on this? Anything that you've you've done that you feel like you've missed the boat on? Anything that I've done that I've missed the boat on? <laughs> Anything that you wish you'd done that you wish you missed the boat on? Um, you know, put a certain travelling uh, is probably one of the major ones as well. Um, I would say run a business, but that, that's something I still have plans for and still think is definitely possible. I think the good one for you because I know that you actually had um, you actually had trials as a football player, didn't you? Yes, yes, I had uh, I had some lovely. Trials at um, Plymouth and um, another other team. Um, it's weird because as much as I got there, my dad got offered contracts at uh, QPR and Brentford and turned them down because he thought it, he thought it was um, not the right way and he wanted to keep his options open. Bastard. But yeah, I had a few trials and, uh, you know, saving for an injury, they could have gone better, but... Hey ho. Yeah, that's probably the one thing I missed out on the boat on. Yeah. Could could have probably could have got there if I pushed myself a bit more. And I mean Sebek wouldn't be here with us. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Anything could happen. Who knows? Know. <laughs> who knows? I, I used to love it when I was more in shape and could actually play football properly. But um yeah. I think we all miss those days. Yes, definitely. So what I miss most of all? Huh? I, I miss actually being able to run for a bus. Not that I run for many buses, but you know, <laughs> even just sort of getting running up the stairs nowadays, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, I start making noises just sitting up. <laughs> <laughs> sitting down, <laughs> sitting down, sitting up. Pull the trousers Any, up. Anything that involves anybody moving. Nathan, missed opportunities. That's what I'm going to call it. That's what we should have done. What's your missed opportunity? I think in school, um, mm. speaking up in general. I didn't really understand something. I just kind of just sat there and just mulled over it. Rather than, um, <laughs> I just had to understand. So you this. sort of wish you'd pushed yourself a little bit more at school? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with where I've achieved now because I look back at people that went to union, sixth form, and they're, yeah. well, they've now got 20, 30 grams in debt mm-hmm. for what? You know, yeah. Yeah. Constantly paying off for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Whereas I haven't got that, you know, and poverty, children. Probably just got into a job while they're earning probably yes. less. Oh, than yeah, I was, yeah, half I was, as, half, yeah, yeah. Yeah, twice mm-hmm. as much work. I was before. earning from, from 17, so I did all right. Yeah. But probably just my um, liking of sport, probably cars as well. So I wish I did find out the more more direct route of going to maybe something that sort of take me around the world. Yeah. Or even to drive in it. Who knows? But oh, road trip around the world. Well, doing that, but more into just like... I think all I do have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we can still do that. We can still do that. Uh-huh. See, it's still yeah. time. It could okay. be coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be coming. I don't know. Dynamic on tour. Next series, yeah. Yeah, dynamic on tour. I'm, I'm, uh, the grand tour. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um, just because I've a bit more driving school and having the people around or knowing the people to ask 
questions to Donald and Stanton. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Schools are probably more things I've done at school as well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, thank you very much for joining us. This has been Dynamic uh, Episode 7. seven. It's still Episode 7. It's still Episode 7. Wow. Um, the, the, the Dynamic Awakens. Uh, <laughs> in Star Wars terms. Um, sorry, no. The Phantom um, <laughs> Dynamic. No, that's <laughs> episode what? De- keep up, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> So thank you very much for joining us. You can find us on uh, Twitter, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. Um, we're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple iTunes. Uh, we've got YouTube coming. YouTube is coming. Uh, not, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Game of Thrones thing and suddenly Paul just pops up with porn. Um, it's Paul porn. I'm, um, I'm the ad that you don't want. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're the pop-up. Pop-up pool. Right, that's it. Now on. Everyone's played pop-up pirate. No, you don't play pop-up pool. So thank you very much for joining us. Don't forget to leave a, a like, share, subscribe. Uh, leave us a little rate. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, send us an email. Uh, let us know what you guys are thinking. If you guys have got any burning questions you want to ask us, uh, go and see a doctor first, but then come and ask us on, <laughs> online. Uh, but thank you very much. So, uh, Paul, say goodbye. Goodbye. Nathan, say goodbye. Bye-bye. I've been Luke Lyons. Thank you very much for joining us.